I want you to know that someone hears you and sees you. I see you, sister. I see you struggling, and I want you to know I am here to help. I'm Ashley, and you're listening to Confidence and Coffee. I'm your new bestie and coach. I want to tell you that you can be your most confident self despite your circumstances, good or bad. I'm going to help you grow your faith and hope through Christ, help you navigate the waters of womanhood, whatever season you're in, if that's single, married, or drowning with kiddos, and leave you with plenty of encouragement and practical tips to overcome those limiting beliefs so you can live life well. Plus, we gonna find a few laughs along the way. Joy is a strength you will find here. So grab your favorite cup of coffee and join me on the couch as we chat confidence and coffee together. Have you guys checked out my website yet at ashleyhenryout.com? If you haven't, what are you waiting for? Okay, listen, I have all the freebies for you. I'm giving you the good stuff from a training on how to be more confident on camera. So if you are waiting to make a TikTok or a reel, you're going to want to download that because it'll show you how to really get yourself out there and give other people joy and happiness. Plus, I have another freebie where you get to find your tribe. That's right. Find your sister that loves Jesus and boundaries just as much as you. And I have a shop where I have all the cute things from half hood to half holy sweatshirt to coffee first. Come on. Amen. And because you listen to this episode, I'm going to give you a 10% discount. All you have to do is use the code love 10 to get 10% off plus free shipping. That's right. So if you spend $65 or more on my website, you get a free shipping. So when you're done listening to this episode, you're going to want to go check them out. I can't wait to see you over there. If you know anything about my story, you know I believe everyone deserves to enjoy a life of confidence, hope, and value. You might believe the same thing and even say it out loud, but are you actually experiencing confidence, hope, and value in your own life? It's easy to believe in big dreams for other people, but believing it for yourself can be difficult. Do any of these phrases sound like you? You've experienced a difficult setback or circumstances and you don't know how to move forward. Maybe you often look in the mirror and think, I'll never be good, smart, pretty, influential enough. When you think about the future, you are afraid to get your hopes up. You need help, but you don't know who to turn to. It's hard to be real with other people. You know the steps you need to take to get your life on track, but you need accountability, encouragement, and maybe a little tough love too. Your life seemed to be going well, but then all of a sudden an old trigger habit or situation came up out of nowhere and derailed you and you're not sure how to move past it. I can help. As a life coach, I draw from years of hard-won experience to help women identify the foundational lies that hold them back, replace those lies with truth, and build the confidence they need to live a life that's authentic, real, and fulfilling. As a coaching client, you get one-on-one mentoring calls, an accountability plan, and practical, unfiltered advice to tackle your toughest challenges. Unlike other life coaches, I don't just sit around and ask you questions, talk in circles, or simply just cheerlead. I work with you, mentor you, and serve as your secret weapon for living a life of confidence. So let's get ready to start being real and really happy too. 
Don't do life alone. Get support, encouragement, and trusted guidance from a real mama and truth teller who's lived through the same struggles you're experiencing. My coaching packages are very affordable. And I will drop the link in the show notes and you can also sign up to be a client at ashleyhenryout.com. So if you're ready to get serious about your future, apply today. You guys, I'm here with my new friend, Nicole, of course, out of Texas. We were just (laughs) conversating about how everyone comes from Texas. Like I call it for me. I call it the disciple state of Christians where like God like prepares them in Texas and then shoots them off into the world. And so I'm excited to have another fearless, bold woman of God, Nicole Clark on Confidence and Coffee. And we are going to talk about just purpose and transformation and things beyond motherhood. And I'm really excited to get in this conversation. But first, of course, I want to start off with prayer. And I want to just really help you guys and just agree with everyone that's listening that your hearts are really softened to the message and what you will receive today on this podcast. So Nicole's going to join me and then I get the honor of introducing her. And then we're going to dive right into this amazing conversation. Thank you, Father God, for Nicole. I thank you for this opportunity and this platform that we can glorify you and your message and just the transformation that you're doing still inside of me and Nicole and what you're going to be doing among the women that are listening to this podcast. We are so honored to do your work, Father God. And I pray that all the technical stuff is protected. And I pray that this is smooth. And I pray that everyone that is listening right now is safe, protected, that their families are safe and that their families are protected. And I just, I feel like there's a lot of sickness going around, Lord Jesus. And I know my family has been battling it recently. And people that follow me know that we just had battled, you know, went through COVID. And I just, I really, really have on my heart right now to pray for those who are just under the weather, who's really battling sickness, Father God. I pray that you just comfort them knowing that you're still strong and that you're faithful and that you're just with us. And I and I pray for the grace during that season as people are becoming well, whether that's in mind, heart, spirit, or physical body. I pray that you just provide grace for them, peace and hope in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Nicole. Amen. So yeah. So <laughs> I am so excited. You guys kind of hear me. I'm kind of stuffy. And Nicole and I we're chatting just a little bit about like feeling under the weather. So that's yes. so, isn't it so fantastic, <laughs> Nicole, as women and as moms that like we can do this and like not brush our teeth, but still show up 100. You know what I'm like? Like that we have this platform where it's like, you know, mm, you are speaking to my like, heart right now. <laughs> I get to be in my room. Like I was telling Nicole, like I like to share like, like a little insight of my life when I do this. But like, I was just changing the bed sheets. I was like, I'm, I got 10 minutes. Let me hurry up, switch <laughs> over my laundry. So blessed, so blessed, so stressed and blessed. It's great, right? There's yes. a good amount of stress. But oh my gosh, you guys, I'm so excited to introduce my friend, Nicole. As soon as she got in touch with me, I was like, yes, yes, yes. I want you on Confidence and Coffee because I don't know if you know this, Nicole, but the podcast before it was named Motherhood Unfiltered. And I just had like a lot of messages through socials like, is it all about moms? Like, man, I'm kind of bummed. I wish there was like a community 
where it was for all women because I've got like all women in different seasons who are like <laughs> wise in their years, but still are loving what they're receiving. So I created this Facebook group called Confidence and Coffee and it, and it did really well. And then I was speaking to my editor and I was like, why don't I, why didn't I name my podcast Confidence and Coffee? And so this was kind of in the works. So like, it's just for all women. And I know that all women can receive something or relate with it or joy or laugh or whatever it is. But so I'm really excited that this was literally just kind of like where my heart is and where I want to start Confidence and Coffee going into this year. So Nicole is amazing. And and what's really, really cool, what's really, really cool is that she spent the last 20 years like as a professional dancer, a choreographer, dance instructor, and studio manager learning the importance of hard work and perseverance. And then after returning home from world tours as a backup dancer for like Justin Timberlake, <laughs> okay, girl, I want to know your moves. That's all I'm saying. Between me and you, teach me your moves, okay? <laughs> She began to kind of slow her body and her soul, and she went through this whole transformation, and she just kind of pivoted with God. She's like, look, like she did work in ministry, and she just kind of went off and and is doing amazing work with women. And she now uses like her unique creativity and her compassion, which I love because I'm compassionate, and all of her gifts to serve others in a really meaningful way and ultimately glorify God. And she tells stories, her story of infertility and just what she went through with that. And just is really just super encouraging to women in knowing that there's hope and knowing that they have a purpose. And what's really great in 2017, she founded a local nonprofit women's organization called 12 ministries. <laughs> I love it. Inspired by Romans 12, 12. Is it okay, Nicole, if I kind of like, I don't want to like scrape this. I think this is really good what you did. <laughs> and if you want to tell our listeners what that is, what that ministry is. Oh yeah. So twelve twelve ministries, we are just a women's ministry who walk alongside women walking through infertility and pregnancy loss. And just recently we've kind of opened up our arms and, you know, made our table a little bit larger to just even say, hey, there is purpose beyond motherhood. Yeah. And so we just do that through resources and events and a little bit of coaching just to remind women that they are not alone. Yeah, it's so important. Like like I, when I got your message, another random thing, I just knew that like our hearts were combined and like your, it's your message and, and reading about you and looking you up and you know, hearing about you is hope is just really making women feel like they're not alone and that there is hope. And I absolutely, I adore that message. It's super, super powerful. And that's kind of what we're going to be talking about today in regard of like her ministry and what she's doing. We're going to talk about purpose beyond motherhood. And Nicole, so I'm a, I'm a mom, right? We just talked about how sick my babies are. I got one on the couch, y'all sleeping <laughs> sick. Okay. And how that's a really important job. We don't need to take away, you know, Nicole, like we don't yes. need to take that away. That's a really, that's up there. You know, like we are raising the next generation of people, but let's be real. Okay. So we, as women know that with being a mom, though, it's an important job. It's super sacrificial. We're constantly giving and yes. giving and giving, and we're not really receiving. And 
we all know deep down in our souls and our hearts, there's more than being a mom. Mm-hmm. And, and yesterday I was talking to my friend about how it's super important to really know our identity because when that mom season is done, who are you? Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I think mm-hmm. like it's okay to establish what that purpose is beyond motherhood, even if your kids are like little and still need everything off your body. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I'm just curious, like, what would you say, like, but you know, if a mom feels that, like, if she feels like, yes, yes, you're speaking to me, there's a purpose, but I, I'm so caught up in my busyness of my life and laundry and and being and being there for my kids, but she feels like there's just more than that. What would you tell her and how to discover that? I would first say, friend, I hear you. I feel you. I have lived that for sure. And just my biggest encouragement is that we have to seek the Lord because something huge and amazing happens when we seek Him first, because I will be the first person to admit and say that I tried to do things on my own and just like, okay, I know I've been called for more. Let me try to manipulate or maneuver this thing, you know, and then it just completely messes up because I've done all the things without the Lord. And so first, you know, seeking him. And then two, you know, we're called, all of us are called for this, for this point right here is that we're just called to love God, love him and make disciples. And so two, a lot of us, you know, we get stuck in this like, oh, well, we've got to start this huge ministry or we've got to start a podcast, you know, and like, yeah, let's start small. Like, how about, can we just love our family well and be famous in our homes first, you know, and then how, how are we treating our neighbor or the checkout clerk at the grocery store, you know, instead of us thinking that we have to have this huge ministry or this huge success online and we just start small. Yeah. I, and I feel like there's a stigma behind that and I, you know, simplicity is powerful. Yes. It's not easy to be simple. No, <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like be simple, but it's not easy yeah. to in the world that we live in to be simple in the social mm-hmm. media culture and what we think purpose is or, or what calling is or what serving God is, right? Yeah. Like, like, like the lights and the platform and the stage and the people. But really when I first, when God called me, he's like, look, it's time to move into this. I really felt like the best way to do that, if I can say this, is to love my neighbor. And I'm talking literally. <laughs> I'm not talking like, I'm not talking figuratively. I'm not talking like, yeah. oh, the Bible says love your neighbor. You know, that's a hundred people on this platform. No, we try to make it like that. But I literally went and got to know my neighbors. And honestly, those are the most awkward people to get to know. <laughs> they live right next to you. So they really know how you live. They know how loud you oh, are, yeah. how loud your kids are. But like, you know, so I challenged myself to really get to know the people in my neighborhood and serve them and really just be intentional with them. Because if I couldn't be intentional with the people in front of me, mm-hmm. how in the world was I going to reach anyone else further away yeah. from me? Not like a so solid good. message, right? And for the woman too, like I, as you were saying that, I was thinking like, you're probably hearing a woman in her car just like, oh, thank God. right like oh the pressure of the pressure to be boss babe like that Mm -hmm. is such a toxic message like i hate that message like honestly again going back to like parenthood is the most important like honestly like i i'm in a season right now where i've taken a step back off socials and i have a huge social following but Mm -hmm. i believe god with it and if it if it's hard for me to like take a break off that then i've lost it yeah. Like God gave it to me. I'm going to give it back to him. 
And I'm going to focus on my family, which they need me right now. Like that's number one. Like when I was a single mom, Nicole, and I I was talking about this the other day, I was just kind of thinking about how simple my life, but was, but also in such a difficult season, but Mm -hmm. I had to keep it simple because I was surviving. And so I kept three priorities in my life as a single mom. Mm -hmm. God first, we did not compromise church. We did not compromise serving. I did it as a single mom. It I was super important for me for my kids to be in the house of God. Secondly, I was a mom first. Yeah, my kids didn't have anybody else. So mm-hmm. when my kids were sick, I had to go, and I had to trust God with that job wasn't going to fire me because my kid was sick, and I had to go. And I made it really simple. I didn't make it really complicated. And sometimes when we look at like you're saying the platforms and all that stuff, we try to make it super complicated and God is not a God of confusion. It's okay. Yes, amen. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to have peace. It's okay to trust God. It's okay. Like he's he's so much bigger than what we can do for our lives. Like he's he's got it, girl. You ain't got to walk through no doors. You ain't got to build the doors. He's got it. But with that, what would you say to the mom who like does, you know, just feel like her calling is being a mom? The mom that's like, oh thank God. Like, I need permission. <laughs> To, you know, like that is my fulfillment. That's where I'm called to be. Like, what would you say to her? I am celebrating you, friend, like high fives, hand claps, all of the things, because I think it should be celebrated, you know, because I think a lot of us, especially just as Christian women, we walk around, you know, a little bit blind to, you know, finding our calling and our purpose. And so I think if you found that, that's amazing. Celebrate yourself, continue to walk in that, you know, but also don't forget, you know, we have to keep going and still make disciples. And so I think it's one thing that, like, yes, you're a mom. I love that so much. You know, I have a nine year old, almost 10 year old daughter. And sometimes I get caught up in all the feels and like, oh, be involved in this, do that. Are you making good grades? But hey, are we talking about Jesus? Am I helping my daughter become a disciple of Christ? You know, and I think that that should be our number one thing. Oh my gosh. I think that's beautiful. Like you literally just like, hey, you can spread the gospel and you didn't put the pressure on the mom. Like I stink and love that, Nicole. Like (laughs) that is so, that is so good. Like, okay, I'm called to be in my home. My home needs me. But regardless of all like the the grades and the outfits and like you know cleaning or whatever, are you creating discipleship? Is Jesus being shown in your home? Because let's be real, if it's not in the home, it ain't gonna be out of it, right? <laughs> right. Like if Jesus yes. ain't showing in the home, like I yeah. literally could not say that like enough. That like it is so 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 important that you have got to get your home in order. Like you got you like Absolutely. you have to like that is priority before you even try to go conquer the world because it'll crumble. If your house is in, not in order, if your marriage is not in order, it'll crumble. And now that doesn't mean that it's going to be perfect, right? And right, like that doesn't it mean is like not going to be no. perfect. <laughs> like it doesn't mean like okay, everything's going to be perfect, and then I'm going to go do that. No, you're going to have fights with your spouse. You're going to have issues with your children, but Jesus is simple back to simple is first. And so in that, like, okay, making disciples and taking care of our house, you know, mm-hmm. and all of the things like, you know, what would you say to the mom who feels like she's being unfulfilled as a mama? Like really? And then 
I really kind of want to like specifically in that question kind of touch on the stay at home mom who's alone, right? Who's yeah. lonely? Let's be let's be honest. She doesn't know who she, she I mean most statistically stay at home moms have lost themselves. Yes, yeah. And they're in that in between like who am I anymore? And they feel unfulfilled and they're not happy with their life. You know, that's a big question. I mean, like what would you say to her? Yeah, that that is huge. Again, just seeking the Lord first and really finding your identity in him. You know, because we as women all the time we get bogged down with labels and names of just like who we are supposed to be, who we think that we're supposed to be. And if we seek the Lord and we're reminded of that we are chosen, that we are wonderfully made, that we're forgiven, I think that that gives us a really great foundation to then seek Him for next steps. I think a big next step is is just really taking a look at your life's puzzle pieces, you know, saying like, hey, what has been the really good things and the bad things of my life? And then what has God gifted me with? What do I love to do? And kind of just starting there. And again, taking really small, practical steps toward the Lord revealing Himself to you of saying like, hey, maybe that is inviting your neighbor over for coffee and you guys start, you know, having some time just talking or reading a scripture in the Bible or, you know, again, starting off small. Listening to a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Listening so to a podcast. we're still in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And people are still dying. I just, one of my clients is a nurse in the ICU. And I just got off the phone with her today and just how hard it is. And, you know, like I'll be like, I have, I have now formed social anxiety. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I am like an outspoken person, but being like not only like quarantined, but also just kind of like so used to my home environment. Like I'm, total homebody. I love my alone time. Even (laughs) I'm like an extrovert introvert. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, don't put me in a box. You know, I'm good with people and then I'm exhausted sometimes to people and I'm good at home. And then sometimes I want to get out there, you know, like this is what it is. But I know that like when you say neighbor, people are probably like, "Mm, no, like what, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, mm, I'm not sure if that's safe or just like the anxiety of actually learning to have to talk to somebody again. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's yeah. a whole nother conversation. Like, how do we, how do we really create disciples or even just have a relationship with somebody coming out of what we're still in? Mm, <laughs> you know? Oh, that's good. Yeah, that, you know? that's really good. I think our first step and regardless of if, if if you feel comfortable going out or if you need to stay in the first step is truly truly being yourself and removing the mask yeah you know because we hide all the time behind either our social presence or or who we think that we have to be in society and just saying like okay i'm going to come to this as my true true self quirks and a little weirdness and you know all of the things and saying, okay, can I just pick up the phone? Can I be bold today and maybe just pick up the phone to and call a friend that I haven't talked to in years or that maybe we had a falling out mm. and we just need to reconcile? And maybe that doesn't mean you're letting them back in your life again, but it's just saying like, hey, picking up the phone, I'm calling to reach out and that's it. You taking the first step. And I think that's another 
you know, thing as well is you just take the first step of where you are in this current season and what you feel comfortable with. Yeah. And even if you're not comfortable, yep. like I feel like, <laughs> yes, I yeah. feel like most growing is in the uncomfortable. And I would take little steps in that. Like, don't share your dirty laundry. We're not telling you to like call a friend and be like, look, I'm a freaking wreck. And I think I'm going to need to go into a psych ward. And how are you? I haven't <laughs> talked to you in five years. That's not what we're asking you to do. Like, stay true to your boundaries and, and ask God to kind of define those, what those boundaries are and for you in your season. But I would, I would challenge you. Like, those are really practical tips. You know, like I always think of like when, you know, sometimes like I hated it when people told me, well, just trust God, put it God first. Okay. What does that look like? (laughs) Like, (laughs) okay. You know, some people like need such practical in their life and reachable. And I feel like God is reachable and I feel like he is practical. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so simple. And, you know, I would take those baby steps. I would call or text, start with text and then challenge a call. Like I hate talking on the phone too. Like real life, like I get it. Yeah, like me too. <laughs> but but when I do, I feel really good afterwards. Yes. Like I feel like that was a really good conversation. Or I I've learned. I kind of like just in the season of life that I'm in, I actually dread having to go anywhere. Like I I live in Virginia. I don't live on a small island, so we have DoorDash and like grocery delivery and yes. like like I could live at home. It's like my everything, but. It's not always healthy. And so like I purposely like set appointments or times to go out, even though I dread it. (laughs) But once I do, I'm so glad I did. Like I'm so glad I got out and I talked to a friend and I got with a girlfriend and I went on that trip and I went to the coffee shop and I actually did not cancel that plan. Like I feel really, really good. And so I would just challenge you to do that. Like practically, you know, if you're just like, oh, like just little practical, basic baby steps in how to truly find purpose and serve God with where you are, with what you got. You know what oh, I'm yeah. saying? Like, yes, yeah. And don't always like look on socials. Like, you know, I'm I'm an influencer. That is the word that we call it now. <laughs> Sometimes it has a bad rep, and I feel like it's misused a lot. And I've just recently got a gotten over imposter syndrome and been able to say that personally. But yeah, I mean, even me, like I like to keep it real on socials. If people follow me, they know I'm super transparent. And, but at the same time, I love your TikTok, by the way, I'm just saying. (laughs) Girl, that's what I'm saying. I am goofy. And I was going to touch on that. Like the reason I'm able to do that is because I live approved. Does that make any sense? Like, yes, I was like, like amen to that. Yeah, like it's, you know, I, and that's a part of finding your identity. I feel like the first thing that we could do in finding our purpose is really discovering who we are in Christ. Yep. Like that's like number one, because the enemy will come at you. Mm-hmm. He will, the enemy's one of his best tools is keeping us real busy, <laughs> keeping yes. us real distracted oh, yeah. until we hit a wall and a burnout. We're like, okay, I feel really disqualified. I feel really, you know, defeated and and just all the confusion. And so it's really important to kind of know who we are. And and, the, and does, that doesn't mean that we're not going to have insecurities or fears. We will, but we have to bring back to the word. Like the other day, my husband and I had like, I had a bigger fight and I tend to like, I'm, I'm an, I don't know if you do the Enneagram thing, but I, I'm oh, like, yes, a, yeah. yeah, I'm like a three. 
Okay. With a wing too. And I just like, I love to, I love success, whether that's getting <laughs> all the laundry done, like little things. I just love to feel like I'm winning at life. And my husband was like hangry. I was like sitting down for a minute and he made my nachos and I was kind of mad. that It's so <laughs> random. I was like, I didn't ask you to make my nachos. I made you dinner and we just had a bigger fight. But then I felt like insecurity coming in to, telling me that I failed. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like the mm-hmm. fear of like an Enneagram three. Right. Yes. And I went back to the word, uh, you know, and we have to do these. These are exercises. Like you can't just exercise for for period life. Think you're going to have a six pack. Like you got to exercise the word like consistently. Like you have to be on guard. And I just like kept telling myself, I am not nothing. I am not nothing. I am something. I am something. I am not going to listen to that lie. And, you know, I told my mind what my heart believes, you know, you're always in that battle. And so, you know, we could we could talk on that all day. I told you, you excited me. Like when I saw your thing, I, know, I was like, I'm so excited down. to talk about this. Yeah. It is so important. And, and, you know, living approved, when we say that for some people that are like, what are you talking about? And living approved is knowing that the only approval that really matters to me is God and my family, my yes. spouse. Yep. And if God said, this is who he made me to be and I am free and I have, and I, I know who I am. I know my worth It's challenged, but ultimately it comes back to Christ. I don't care if people don't like me. I'm not everybody's cup of tea. And I am cool with that. Like I am totally cool with that. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not here to serve the whole world. I'm here to serve Jesus and whoever is impacted seeing Jesus in yes. me. Amen. That's my purpose. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, we try to make, we tr- we're, we're the United States of America. So what do we do? We brand everything. Right. Like everything that drives me up the wall. Like when I like started, like I didn't even pick to be an influencer. Funny story. I should make an episode about that. It kind of happened. And I was like influencer. And then I kept hearing, I was like, "Mm." and then I was like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. I can be an influencer for Jesus. Okay. You know, cause I just like to make TikToks and reels like real life. I just did it for fun (laughs) because I like that. I like the camera. I like the attention. (laughs) Like, just be real. But I I remember just kind of like going into that and just being like, not, I don't want to lose that. Like, I'm not going to reach the person. I'm not going to reach the world. But if somebody is related with and sees Jesus, like I'm yes. honored, right? It's not for me to figure out. Yep. Right. Like, it's not for me to be like, am I doing this for this person and 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 you're going to make it really complicated. I actually don't like marketing and branding. It stresses me out. Like I just, every time it comes up in a conversation or a meeting, I'm like, I don't really want to think about that. (laughs) Like, I just want to like do my thing. Let me do my thing. Hey sis, are you enjoying today's episode? Is it bringing you encouragement, value, maybe a little laughter? If so, I would love for you at the end of this episode to leave a rating and a review to get it out to other women to give them that same hope that you found today. Something so little can do so much. And I really appreciate it too. For you, Nicole, personally, I know if you're comfortable with sharing, how do you manage following your purpose in being a great mom? Love, love, love this. Yeah, love this question. So one, and a sweet friend of mine, really walked alongside me with this, but 
the first thing is I have to realize that for everything, you know, there is a season. Mm. So I don't have to run hard. I don't have to do this specific thing forever. Mm. You know, everything is a season. Yes, yes, and so, yes. Yeah, so realizing that and moving forward in that. And then two, I don't, I don't think balance exists. I, Amen. Like, I, think, <laughs> I, I thought think I was the only one that said that. <laughs> balance, that, that does not exist. I'm all about rhythm, you know, like Ooh, find yes. a rhythm that works for you. You know, I love the analogy of like the mixing board or the soundboard because some days it's going to be family focused and like, you know, and to make a song, you know, the engineers in there and they're like, hey, turn up the strings or turn up the vocals or, you know, that that's what it's like in our lives. And so mm. family is going to have to be turned up sometimes. And Come then sometimes on. you need to turn that down to move forward in like your business or your ministry, yeah, you know, and just kind of back and forth and finding that, you know, that rhythm of life that brings you peace. You're honoring God and you're serving your family and your loved ones well. Yeah. And, and so that's, yeah, that's just how. So every, manage. everybody asks me that question. Like, they're like, how do you do what you do? And I'm like, sometimes we have frozen chicken nuggets and yep. we do a lot of screen time, baby. <laughs> we do lots of screen yes. time. Yep. And then some days I got to put my phone down because my babies mm-hmm. need me. Yeah. And I think with that, it's super important to, I'm so glad you said that, Nicole, like the freedom that the women are going to have hearing that. And also, like, I feel like we always have to check ourselves. Like, why am I doing this? Like my Mm -hmm. husband the other day, you know, I don't like to share a lot when I'm, but I just love your message. I just, I I just love it. Right. We're just, we're conversation. This is not an interview (laughs) anymore. This is a conversation. Yes. Okay. So, so I was like in the middle of like, I'm changing my website platform and my hosting page. Oh my gosh. That was a freaking nightmare. I was like, it's going to be simple. Enneagram three. I'm going to get it done. I got the things. I'm a winner. It was hard and it was giving me anxiety. Like mm-hmm. literally get, it was wrecking me and my husband saw it and he sat down with me and he looked at me and he's like, babe, so why are you doing this? Yeah. He's like, why are you changing your website? Like, what what are you going to benefit from changing it? I'm like, dang, babe. <laughs> I'm like, I want it to be prettier. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have, I want to have like more prettier things. He's like, that's it. I was like, yeah. He's like, look at what it's doing to you to have more prettier things. That's good. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I feel like we have to do that with our life sometimes. Like, we just have to, especially moms, like, you know, we can get caught in that. Like, is it a calling or is it an insecurity? Is Ooh. it a, right? Yeah. Like, is it a heart call or is it a fear call? Yeah. Right. Cause insecurity spans from fear. And I think if we don't check ourselves, if we don't check why we're doing something and it's selfish ambition rather than calling, mm-hmm. it's not going to benefit. There's going to be no fruit from it. It's going to look like fruit. But the the heart's going to be empty. Yes. And so I just think that we really need to like, like, you know, go, go get it. We go get a mammogram. Is that what it's called? A mammogram or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we got to like check in. I think we need to check ourselves. Like, okay. Yes, yeah. So my kids are having a hard time. I mean, I'm seeing attitude. I don't feel like I'm connecting with my spouse. I'm feeling really burned out. I'm feeling super exhausted. I, I'm offended. Like mm-hmm. all these little feelings, like I'm offended. I'm bitter. 
I feel like I'm comparing scene. You got to step back and be like, why am I doing this again? <laughs> right? Like, did it turn a direction? Like, I do feel like Jesus gives us more than we can handle. <laughs> I do. I actually do because it challenges us to trust him and it mm-hmm. challenges us in our faith and it challenges us to grow. But at the same time, I don't feel like he complicates it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel yeah. like y- he's ever going to tell you to sacrifice your spouse. I don't feel like he's ever going to sacrifice, tell you to sacrifice your babies. You know, he gave us, he gave us our kids to guide them to him. That's, that's pretty important if you ask me, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so I just think that we have to use discernment and hundred percent. Right. So with that, with checking ourselves, figuring out what it is we're doing. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> How would a mother in like such a giving season, Nicole, like what would you think be able to like, and this is kind of like a deep and deep question, right? So how would a mother in such a giving season be able to discover her purpose? Like, like we said in the beginning when we were talking about like being a mom is just very giving. You're Mm -hmm. constantly giving. So what would you say on that? Uh, You have to start small. Just start small. Maybe take take one step toward, you know, really discovering your purpose and your identity in Christ. I love the the Bible verse about do not despise small beginnings. Mm. Because again, I think we it's just like a numbers game and it's really not. You know, we mm. have an audience of one. You know, the Lord has placed us in it with a sphere of influence and and I don't say that as like your online influence or anything like that. Like buy this, who's your, yeah. buy this shirt, <laughs> right? Who in your family, like your your sweet family, who you're serving, you know, and just start small there. Just again, seek the Lord. Start seeing. Take a look at your puzzle pieces. And then seek, you know, again, seek him, seek his face. He has all of the answers that you're looking for. And it's not like you're going to wake up one morning. It's just like, the Lord gave me this great idea. I'm starting tomorrow. And I hate I'm when people have- do that. <laughs> I I like, I, I kind of hate it. Yeah. So right. Start small. Like, start small. I, I think that like, really, it all comes down to just put God first. Yes. Like, yeah, like, yeah. like mm-hmm. what are you doing in the morning, sister? Are you grabbing your yeah. phone? Are you grabbing your Bible? You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, I purposely now charge my phone in my kitchen downstairs. So when I wake up, I do not grab my phone. That's good. Yeah. And then we made a rule in our house, like, be practical, right? Like, and our rule is at dinner time, we don't get our phones. Like, we yeah. have. We, you know, like sometimes we're having dinner at the island and hubby and I are running around because it's crazy. Yeah. And it's a gift if we get to have it at the table. But regardless, mm-hmm. we're not on our phones. We try yeah. to be present even in the busy. When I was a single mom, my pastor kind of called me out in the middle of service one time. And it's so funny because my husband was there and we weren't even dating. It's so funny. But he was like, Ashley, what do you do to kind of connect with your family? And I was like, well, I'm a single mom. And it's super important to me, like that we, I kind of multitask and that we sit at the table. And while I'm checking their homework and doing, looking at their paper, I'm also asking them about their day. And I kind of like use that as like a time that we're able to connect. 
Like we're all sitting down and we're finding things to talk about in the time that we have it. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to create this whole big plan. You know, some people are like, we're going to do this devotional all together and we're going to like do a prayer after and we're going to do it at this time. Like that's not practical. Your kids yeah. are going to scream. Somebody's <laughs> going to poop in their diaper. <laughs> somebody's going to fight. Somebody's going to roll their eyes. Like you're going to get like, it's going to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like just kind of do like set yourself up for success, like little small victories. And, and, and honestly, I wouldn't even overthink it. Like I wouldn't overthink, well, I really need to discover like, even now in January, you know, it's a time we as Christians tend to like get pumped up. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're always like, what's the next big thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) let's fast and pray for the next big thing. But maybe God just wants to be closer to you. That's it. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, maybe he wants to renew that presence, that connection, right? Mm -hmm. Because December is psycho. And with that, like, I'm sure you would agree with me. Like, December is crazy. Yes, it's so crazy. And and then we come January and it's like, oh, we have to think about something big. (laughs) I have to eat broccoli. Like what? Like I have to work out. Like, like I hate resolutions for that very reason. I feel like God's like, Hey, rest. Mm -hmm. Like, don't look at that person. Don't try to envision their vision. That's their vision, baby. Like let's let me and you focus and just be with him. Like really take the pressure off because God says you can have, and I love, love that Bible verse. Do not just, small beginnings because it is in the small beginnings that there really is discovered purpose because when you really when you really want to dive in there and you're not overthinking it you see that ultimately it's about Jesus yes it really is like it really 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 is and I every day when I walk and I get I'm guilty of getting distracted by the by the things all the things all the socials mm-hmm. all the people like I oh my gosh why can't I be like her like where she's at like what the heck what am I not doing and then it comes back to me and it's like this was never about you <laughs> right simmer it down <laughs> Ashley yeah right and I love that I love conviction follow conviction it's super super yes. good like we couldn't we we discipline our children because we love them Mm-hmm. We correct them because we want to keep them safe. And recently, I've been doing this thing where I was challenged in a book that I was reading about thanking God for the things He didn't do. Ooh. You know, so, right? Like you know, how sometimes we like to thank God for the things He's doing or He's going to do. Yeah, I'm thanking Him for the things He didn't he do, and didn't. I mean, I'm really like digging in there, right? Because sometimes, like, we can see where we're at. And we can forget that it's once a place we prayed for. Right. And because we're looking, we're looking too big. Right. And Jesus came so humble. Like his life was simple. Like his life was little things. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Like, and, yeah. and it made the biggest impact. I mean, he had thousands of followers following him everywhere, but still he only really had 12, 12 followers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I feel like, we just have to get it back to that. Like, whose eyes are you on? For me, when I first started, I was like, I just got to keep my eyes on Jesus. Mm-hmm. He's got it all figured out. I don't right. have to figure it out. <laughs> like, when you do you ever tell your kids, do you tell your kids everywhere you're going? I mean, you have a nine-year-old. I have a nine-year-old. But I don't tell my kids always where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just like, get your freaking shoes on. That's all you have That's, to worry about. Yeah. Yep. Right? Like, all you have to worry about is getting your shoes on, get your jacket on, get in the car. 
I know where we're going. You're going to love it. It's going to be great. Trust me. And even if you don't, you're going to be grateful. It, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just really trusting God. And, and, and I think that's the first step in really discovering your purpose. And, yes. and in that, the fulfillment, the confidence, the identity, the worth, everything, the growth will be in that. And sometimes it's uncomfortable, but we got to get stretched and we got to get in yes, those really hard workouts. And we got to like, you know, it's not like our kids aren't comfortable when we raise them up, like when we discipline them. That's not a glorious thing to do. Yeah. Like, don't you, like, do you, I think our kids would wish we gave them chocolate chip cookies <laughs> and ice cream <laughs> for every meal and every, so they could exactly. stay up late. But what does that end up, Nicole? Disaster. Yeah. Disaster. Right? We have to give those routines and discipline. We have to teach them self-control. We have to teach them all these things. So you're a child of God. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be comfortable, but it's just going to be worth it because it's, ultimately yeah. you realize the purpose is a never, it's never been about you. It has always been about God and God has always been about building the kingdom of heaven and saving souls. Nicole, this has been an yeah. amazing conversation. I have I, loved it. Thank I have so too. <laughs> I really, I hope to have you back on. I just want you on I as a girlfriend, right? Yes. Like, yeah, I, I love just having just conversations like this. Like, this is my favorite thing to do. A few things. One is where can my friends find you and connect with you? And then after that, I kind of want you to share about what you're into these days, a show you're into. Are you reading a book? What you got going on, girl? Share the good stuff. Let us know. Okay. Um, but yeah. Tell us where, where can we find you? What are you doing? Where, where can we get your stuff? Gotcha. So I am on socials, but Instagram is my jam. I love Insta. And so you can find me there at Nicole Hill Clark, but also 1212 Ministries is on the gram as well. And then, yeah, come and hang out with me. I have just a lot of fun just being myself. I love it. That's all you need to be. That's all you need to be. Everybody knows if they follow me, they're like, oh, Ashley, she's herself. (laughs) Yeah. And then just right now, these days, I hate to say it's kind of boring, but I I really am in a season of growth, like just uncomfortable growth in all of the things. And and so I I love TV, but I'm not really watching TV right now. And I'm kind of sad about it. Mm, I'm more it can of be like, another distraction. No, it can. And so I'm like, I'm reading and I'm listening. Like I, I love podcasts. We kind of talked about this yeah. earlier, but I am here for any sort of podcast that is just showing me a new perspective of all the things. Like, I just want to know about Jesus. I want to know more of, you know, of how I can make an impact for the kingdom and just, you know, the ways of that I serve. And then two, just reading. I have set a goal to read 12 books this year, a book a month, but let me give you the real scoop. Hold on. <laughs> I read like two books a I have year. To get my book. Yes. And so, you know, it's the end of the month now and I'm on page 97 of a book that's like 500 and something. And so that that's not no, 97. Going. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But so that's yes, what a podcaster yes. for, right? right. Like yes, Confidence yeah, exactly. and Coffee. Like totally go listen to Confidence <laughs> and Coffee, people. Hello. I love it. I love that. Like you're convicting me in a way because like I took a break on socials, but I can easily get into TV, which is Mm -hmm. like kind of, you know, it's distracting or I like to play video games with my kids and I justify and play video games with my kids. And so, yeah, I, I am also in a season, season of growth. I think we're always growing, but to really like dive in 
right? Like I, I've taken a lot of steps back to just kind of like, okay, Lord, how are we stepping forward intentionally? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I was going to say. The same thing for me. It's like, I have to be intentional. I can't mm-hmm. just like throw something in the air and just do it. And I'm like, no, I, yeah, is the not, Lord called me to that? Does he yeah. really want me to do that? You know, same. No, it's same, same thing. Like it's same. We're in a very similar season in regard of like, I know I'm supposed to take care of my family. Yep. I know I'm supposed to love my husband, but in regard of all this other stuff, I don't want to just feel like I'm putting stuff out there because I'm feeding the machine. Right. right? Like, yes. And so I'm, I'm trusting God. I, really, that's it. I'm going back mm-hmm. to like, look, we need a refresh. We need a game plan. Do you ever just wish? Yes. I was going to make a TikTok the other day. Speaking of socials, <laughs> I would, that's going to be my new thing. New TikTok idea on this episode is I was going to make a TikTok the other day that says, Do you ever just wish Jesus would like come sit next to you and be like, Okay, here's the plan? Right. Yes. <laughs> like, like, just tell me. Just tell me. <laughs> and like, one of my, one of my God, I thank you, you didn't was that. Cause like, it's not, I was like, I thank you that you didn't come sit down and be clear with me what I'm, it is like what, where I'm supposed to go. Because you're challenging me to grow. Okay, yes. fine, Lord. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. I, I love it. All right, Nicole, this has been so great. You're amazing. Actually, I was going to say, um, you're amazing. You're Thank amazing. You so much. I love another sister. I just, I love that you have blessed me just having a conversation with me. You've given me permission to have a conversation, which is so refreshing. I'm fulfilled, even though we both are kind of stuffy. I wish I could hug you because I, <laughs> I know, like, I know, like, how the growing season is and I know how it feels to be sick and like I'm having virtual coffee with you girl and we are talking it up Mm -hmm. and we talking about Jesus I adore you Texas I need to make a trip to Texas yes so many best friends in Texas (laughs) that I've never met come on to Texas (laughs) so yes thanks for coming on this has been a great conversation I really cannot wait for everybody to hear and be a part of this conversation thanks Ashley appreciate you Make sure you go visit my website, ashleyhenriot.com, where you can subscribe to this podcast in iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in Confidence and Coffee, I would really appreciate you dropping a rating and review on iTunes and maybe encouraging a friend to join us too. I'd love to see you over on TikTok or Instagram, where I keep it real in the reels. Be sure to tune in next time and thanks for listening to Confidence and Coffee.